At what point do you say, man, I'm profiting a lot, but we're not growing at all. And I'm stuck in the business and it's a really, really, really high paid job is basically what I've got, right? That's, that's what a lot of people in the, as agents or investors are doing is your profits really good, but your growth rate might not be amazing. Uh, so you can then take your profits, put them into hiring people, which is going to help you get your growth rate, but also it's going to help you get your growth rate up, not all on your shoulders. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Carrot Cast. Now, the Carrot Cast, we're usually diving in, doing interviews with amazing real estate investors, amazing real estate agents. Now, in these episodes, every Thursday, they're the Trevor Truck Talks, where you get to hear behind the scenes of the mindset shifts I'm going through as a CEO of one of the fastest growing companies in America and the mindset shifts you can take to run your business and win back your freedom as well. Let's dive into this episode. What's up, y'all? Uh, I've got a concept I want to propose. I want to talk about uh, with the Carrot community here. So, I uh, head in the office here, and guys, Carrot Camp, Carrot Campers are flying in here uh, here in a few days, which I'm ex- extremely excited about. We've got our first four times a four time or five time returner, uh, Keith Sands coming back. We've got other returners, uh, Adam Mitchell down in Dallas, Texas, Lance Doty. Uh, what's up, guys? Pumped to see you guys back, and other returners as well. Bo Hollis is coming back. Uh, guys, we have such a great, such a great crew. I'm excited. Um, but I want to talk about something uh, in the software world that I think can really, really apply to any, any business out there. And as we're looking at, you know, how do you balance growth versus profits in your business? You know, how do you know what percentage you're supposed to grow your business versus how much you should profit and what's healthy? And um, as we've been kind of wrapping up this year, you know, right when I'm recording this, it's 2021. Uh, when we're wrapping up this year, we're kind of looking at the year and, and how did it go towards plan? And this year was kind of a, uh, it's been a reset year for us. You know, we, we still had an amazing year. Um, we did grow the business, which is awesome. We grew the team more than we ever have before. We're about 50 full-time employees now. Um, you know, really ramping up for innovation, uh, innovating the product even more heavily. And, um, and finding ways to, to unblock me or make me not the bottleneck in the company. But, um, as we're looking at 2021, not everything fully went as planned. You know, traditionally we, uh, would grow the company uh, and I'm going to be transparent with you guys on this stuff. We, we'd grow the company, you know, 30% plus a year. Uh, some years we grew 300% a year. Um, which isn't easy to maintain. Of course, it's, it's really hard to maintain a, uh, 50% or more growth per year. Uh, one bit of advice I heard years ago was, uh, if you're growing your company more than 50% a year, I'd, I'd even say it's more than 40% a year. Things are falling off. Like things are falling apart every six months. You know, you're always having to fix communication cadences. You're having to fix process and, and everything that you thought that, that worked before doesn't work now or, your marketing sales breaks, you know, two cycles in because now you need more uh, marketing and better sales close ratio or better leaders and, and things like that. So it gets, it gets tough. Uh, it gets tricky. And so we maintain that we were seven and a half, eight years into the business and we we've maintained an over 30% growth rate every single year in this company. And, um, as we're kind of looking at what's next, and I've talked about that struggle that I had uh, in other podcasts, I talked about uh, the pod, you know, the podcast where we talked about should we sell the company, and that's uh, to put your minds at ease. That's not happening. Okay? It's not happening. We love what we're doing. We love our mission um, more than ever. Uh, once we lengthened the runway and really nailed our vision for the next phase of the company, 
Um, but it doesn't thing make it doesn't make things any easier. So here's what's on my mind um, as we're heading into the next year, as we're heading as we're heading to the planning the next year. And the reason I bring up those numbers now, you might say, well, this, how is this relevant to me as an agent, or how is this relevant to me as an investor? It's insanely relevant, okay? Because a business needs to provide you at the end of the day, it needs to provide uh, income, it needs to provide profit, okay? A business that has no profit. Uh, is a business that's really, really hard uh, to grow sustainably for the long time. It's hard to enjoy too. A business that has no profit, it better have a really fast growth rate. Because if, if the growth rate is fast and, and your profit's low, that's fine for a period of time because it means you're putting the money back into growth of the business um, so that you can get up to a certain level or that you can you know grow the business revenue up to a certain point where you can hire the right people to pull you out of it. Uh, and then you can scale up profits later, or are you looking for an exit? If you're in a type of a business where EBITDA or um, earnings before taxes, interest, things like that, um, uh, if if that is is less important for the value of the company, like software as an example, software really isn't valued uh, at uh, based on the profit of the company much. Uh, it's more valued at the growth rate of the company and the top line revenue, which is kind of wild, right? But it makes sense because it's recurring income. Uh, if you look at rental properties or um, or property management companies, things like that, you know, you're, they're they're not going to be valued at like a rental property company is not going to be valued at the value of the real estate, right? It's going to be valued at the income uh, that is being brought in uh, to the company, but it's also not going to be valued at your gross rents. It's going to be valued at the the net operating income, a multiple of that, right? So figure out what business you're in and then, and then how the business is valued and then determine, are you looking to sell the company uh, sometime soon, let's say the next three to five years, or are you looking to hold the company for a long time and find a way to make it really profitable and then pull yourself out of the parts you don't like? That's a key decision to make sure that you're really dialing in your plan for the next year because I hadn't been clear on that the, the last couple of years. So we'd continue to really fast growth rate um, and kept profits strong. We did dial profits down to, to build a team, but it makes things a little bit stressful. Right? It, can make, it can make things stressful. Uh, most of my days are not stressful, but there's that little edge on there on the monthly basis where you go, we're doing amazing, amazing, but um, at what point do we say this growth is fast enough and we dial growth back and dial profits up? Right? At what point do we say that or, or vice versa? Uh, at what point do you say, man, I'm profiting a lot, but we're not growing at all and I'm stuck in the business and it's a really, really, really high paid job is basically what I've got, right? That's, that's what a lot of people in the, as agents or investors are doing is your profit's really good, but your growth rate might not be amazing. Uh, so you can then take your profits, put them into hiring people, which is going to help you get your growth rate, but also it's going to help you get your growth rate up, not all on your shoulders. So there's something in the software world called the world, the rule of 40 or uh, the rule of 60, I guess, if you're under 10 million in revenue, rule of 40 is kind of more if you're over 10 million in revenue. How does this apply to an agent or an investor? Well, the rule of 40 is essentially you take your year over year growth rate, Okay, so you could go as an agent, you could go, you know, what's my year over year growth rate for for commissions? Um, for an investor, it could be, you know, what's my year over year growth rate for um, profits, right? 
And, um, and you could just look year to date. So I'm recording this in September and you could look, okay, last year up to the month of September, how much revenue did I have? And now this year up to the month of September, how much revenue do we have? What percentage growth is that? And then that's the number. So let's just say it's, you know, let's say last year, and this is gonna be really bad math, y'all, but let's say last year uh, you had $100,000 in revenue up to this month year to date, and this year you have 120,000. So that's a 20% year over year growth rate so far. Okay, so that's good. So take that number 20. Now, the next part of the equation with the rule of 40 or rule of 60, if you're below 10 million in a software company, now these are software companies once again, right? Um, is your profits, okay? So then you look at your profit percentage for the year and then you take that number. So let's say that number is 40%, okay? So you're 40% profit at the end of the day, net profit, and you're growing 20% year over year. That means you you add those two up together, 20 plus 40, that's 60. And so when you're under a $10 million software company, but I really do think this applies a lot to non-software companies too. I think it applies to a wholesaling business, a flipping business, a real estate agent, uh, the plumber down the street. I, I think it applies to all of them because it shows that you need to have a good balance of growth and profits. If you're not growing, uh, the company is likely falling behind in the industry and losing market share, which likely means you probably don't have your messaging down, which likely means you're, uh, you need to get your product right and things like that. And if, you're pro- if your company's not profiting, it better be growing a lot. So let's kind of show what this, what this will look like. And I'm gonna use the rule of 60 uh, for those of you listening, okay? So let's say you've grown 20% year over year revenue. Awesome, you're pumped, right? That's amazing. And now let's say that your net profit is only 10% at the end of the day. That's a pretty stressful business uh, to be in if your net profit's low. You're growing at a good clip, but not crazy high, right? Because if you add 20 plus 10 up, it's only 30 which means the company is under-optimized. It's not as strong as it should be. So if you're a 10% profit margin this year, but you grew 40% or let's say 50%, it's like, whoa, that growth rate is a lot. And 10% profit's okay at that point. Okay, because you reinvested profits into the growth of the business and then you can dial the profits in later. Okay, now let's flip it around and say the other way. Let's say your net profit is 50% but your growth is only 10%, okay? So let's say last year, your your income up to this point was 100,000 and now it's 110,000 up to this point. That's cool, it, it grew, right? We, we'd much rather have it that way than, than go backwards. But uh, if your net profit is 50%, you did hit the rule of 60, which is okay. It just means that you're optimizing for profit, yeah, which is fine, okay? It, it just depends on what you want out of your business. The big thing that can happen there, if you optimize for profit um, too much, is you end up buying yourself a job once again because you're keeping so much of those profits to yourself potentially that you're not then taking that money to buy back your time. And so any anytime I see a business that that's in there, there's, there's anomalies, guys. Like obviously if you're... Um, in the event, live event or in mastermind business or something. If you're in the mastermind business, y'all, your profits are probably pretty darn high, right? You're probably going to have 50, 60, 70% um, of the money that comes in. 80% of the money might be profit, right? But then what I would ask you is, okay, if that's the case, how much of your, how much of that business is reliant on you showing up and growing it? How much of it's reliant on you and your time? And it might not even be a lot of time invested into it, and that's fine. That's the decision we have to make. If you're saying, you know what? 
I'm okay with having an insanely high profit margin and having me be a big cog in it because it only requires five hours a week of my time and it's worth the investment. Amazing. Keep doing that then. Okay. But look at the rule of 60. If you're under 10 million, look at the rule of 60 as a tool for you. Look at how much you grew year over year this past year. Look at what your profit is, add them up. And if you're Around the 60 number or over, you're a pretty strong, healthy business. It means you're optimized for both. You're 30% growth, 30% profit, right? Or you optimize for, for growth, which was, you know, let's say 40% growth and 20% profit or more. Awesome. Okay. That's pretty good growth or 50% growth and 10% profit so, or 20, yeah, 10% profit. Uh, that's good, but that, that's not very much profit at the end of the day. So you better be buying back your time and really step away and using that time uh, elsewhere. And in the, the, the spot where that's okay is if your average, if your average income per hour uh, invested into the business goes up, right? And here's what I mean there is if you're dialing profits down and you're used to working, let's say 40 hours a week, let's say you're working 40 hours a week and um, it's a 50% profit business and you made a million bucks last year, okay? So a million dollars came into the business, 50% of its profit, um, and that means $500,000 profit and you're, you're investing 40 hours a week into the business. Okay. That's great. But you have a job, you have a high paying job. So now let's say that you're going to buy back your time a little bit and that profit drops down to 20%. But now let's say your profit drops to 20%, same million dollars. So you're making $200,000 a year uh, net to yourself. But now let's say it only takes you five hours a week. So rather than 40 hours a week, it only takes you five hours a week. You have full freedom to go do what you want to do, even pursue other business opportunities, because now you use the profits in there to hire a CEO or hire a COO or hire out those things that you're not, uh, that you've been doing that you're not great at. And so if your average hourly uh, earnings, let's look at your average uh, hourly earning potential. I'm going to add up some math here really quick. Okay. Then I got to get inside and do my workout. So if you're working 40 hours a week and you're making $500,000 a year, let's divide that by 12. Uh, that's 41 grand a month. Let's divide that by four. So four weeks in a month. And now um, let's divide that by 40 hours. Okay. So that's about $260 an hour. Okay. $260 an hour is what your time is being compensated at. If you uh, have a gross of a million and you're netting 500,000 and you're working 40 hours a week. Now let's use, let's look at the other example. Let's say that you're only making $200,000. Okay. A year. Um, but you're only working five hours a week. Okay. So let's do the same thing. Divide that down. That's about, um, that's about $4,100 a week. If I got those numbers right, that's not right. Okay. Let's, uh, let's change. Uh, that might be, let's change this. So basically $200,000 divided by 12, not a math wizard here, y'all. <laughs> uh, that's 16 grand a month. Now divide that by four. Okay. That's $4,166 a week. And now let's divide that by five hours. Guys, you're now making $833 an hour. Okay. So in one scenario, your company grossed a million, you netted 500,000, you're making about 200 bucks an hour. In the other scenario, your, your company grossed the same million. You only netted 200,000, but you're only working five hours a week. Um, cause you, you hired out roles to, to do those other things. You're making $833 an hour now. So you're actually quadrupled your hourly value, uh, for your time. 
uh, by buying back your time and reducing your profits, but that, then that team is likely going to accelerate the growth. Okay. So your profits went down, but your growth is going to go up. Okay. So in that scenario of 50%, if you netted $500,000 on gross revenue uh, of that, you and you're holding your business back because you're you are the cog to the wheel. Your growth, your profit is five hundred thousand. Your growth rate might only be ten to twenty percent, right? So that's a rule of sixty, a rule of seventy, right there. But now let's say you dial your profits back. You hire a team. You get a CEO. Get a COO. Do whatever you need to do. That frees up an extra three hundred thousand dollars to go make those hires. And those people are going to be amazing people who can drive the business forward. Let's say now your profit percentage goes down to two hundred thousand, right? Uh, so that's 20%. Let's say your growth rate now goes up to 40%. You, you start to grow 40% because you're doing the things that you love the most and add the most value to the business. You have other people driving those things forward. And now you still have a rule of 60. You're netting 20. Your growth rate went up 40. And so now next year, ne- next year now, if your company is uh, grown 40%, the company next year does 1.4 million. Okay, now let's say that you net the same 20%. Okay, this is this is where this is where buying back your time really gets in, guys. Let's say you net the same twenty percent at one point four million, okay, times point two. Now that's two hundred and eighty thousand. So you just got yourself an eighty thousand dollar raise. And let's say you still only work the five hours a week. You're up almost a thousand dollars an hour now. Okay, so now let's say the company. Uh, you want to dial profits up again. You want to dial it up to 30% and you're okay with the 30% growth rate the year after that. Guys, keep doing the math. This is how you build, you you really grow that wealth because now you can take the other 10, 20, 30, 40 hours a week, invest it in your family, invest it into a, a side hustle, go do something you're passionate about, build another business, okay? And so guys, that's how you get freedom and also build wealth. So use the rule of 60. Okay, look at your growth rate this past year, year over year, look at your profit percent. And then ask yourself, am I looking to dial up revenue, you know, top line growth because I'm looking to exit and sell it because that's the way that the business is valued at maybe in certain industries? Or am I looking to dial up profits? And you should have some sort of healthy balance between the two. You shouldn't be so dialed up for, um, for growth and low on profits unless you're like in a software company where you're going to be able to exit based off of a multiple of revenue. And you shouldn't be so dialed up on profits and low growth because then you probably bought yourself a job at that point that's high paying, but you need to use some of that money to buy back <clears throat> buy back your time and have them grow the business without you. Okay, guys, so I hope you got some value out of this, out of that. And this is the type of stuff I talk about at Care Camp at a really, really high level. How do you how do you buy back your time? How do you build a business of your dreams and win in the business in business and in life? Guys, go to carecamp.com, join uh, the wait list for the next ones. And uh, go follow me on IG, y'all. I talk about this stuff on Instagram, show you behind the scenes quite often. And uh, this is the fun stuff. Uh, Generating leads is a vehicle to get you more income. This stuff here gets you more freedom. So you guys have an amazing, amazing rest of the week. Share this podcast with somebody that you care about today. If you know that there's an investor or agent out there that that, uh, could really use this message, share it with them and say, you know what, heading into your planning this next year, I think you should listen to this podcast. So guys, have an amazing rest of the time. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I go to caretcast.com for the full archives and we will talk soon. Love you guys.